Bitch, bitch, the bitch is back. Bitch, bitch, the bitch is back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, Biscuits Buttered Podcast with none other than the legendary bitch, Victoria Vandenberg, coming to you from uh, rural Alabama, coming to you from the recesses of an old person's house. Uh, I have this little room in the back of the house, and that's where I record this podcast at. And every Sunday, I wake up half asleep, I fix a cup of coffee, and I start chatting into this microphone, telling you all the things that have happened to me during the week. And this week has been uh, quite a doozy. Quite a doozy. Um, first off, um, I know in previous podcasts, we had talked about... Uh, someone that I really, really liked. And then I lost contact with this person. And, uh, well, guess what? I regained contact to this person, and me and this person are now basically, <laughs> we're basically a couple now. We're, we're going to run off and get married now. Uh, had a wonderful day yesterday. Um, and, Went and uh, basically spent the whole day fucking. It was wonderful. Spent the whole day. It You don't know how much it means to me to spend a whole day. Like my dick hurts. Like it, it hurts. It's like raw. It's like um, it doesn't want to be touched. Uh, because I, I fucking, I mean, I made a clap yesterday. I achieved clap. All right. So. Uh, first things first, I want to go over the uh, just the podcast in general. You know, we're on Facebook, uh, Biscuits Buttered, so hit us up on Facebook. We're on uh, Podvine, which, you know, it's a website. Uh, then we are on the Twitter, where there's, uh, basically, I just use Twitter. I get on there, and I'm like, there's lots of, like, you know, good porn. I'll just, I just like, you'll notice all the people that I, I like on there, just like porn stars and stuff, and I like all that. Um, but you can get on there, hit us up, chew us out, do whatever you want. You know, just let us know you exist. Um, and uh, we also have a uh, proton mail, a biscuits buttered at proton.me. Uh, you can uh, hit us up there. Oh yeah, on the Twitter it's bisque bisque butt pod bisque butt pod. So if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's bisque butt pod. Um, so I just want to get on here today and check um, check the analytics for the show. See who all, because I want to have a shout out to everybody who's listening to this show. And I know uh, if you hadn't ever listened to the show before, I know I go all over the place. I was talking about how I met somebody just a second ago and then dropped it and then jumped into this. Well, that's just how my mind works. So you're going to have to deal with it. Um, all right, let me pull this up and we'll see who all our millions of listeners are for the podcast. Cause I like to see where people are listening and it, it looked like we had had a little more activity last time I checked it as far as listeners. And this podcast is just me, uh, literally sitting on my phone. Um, let's see here. Let's pull it up. 
the analytics. We have no had no downloads today. Um, we have seven followers. <laughs> I had lost a follower, but then uh, had another follower come back. Um, it looks like the most watched episode is the first. Um, I don't know how good that episode was, but okay. Um, all right. So we have listeners in Decatur, Alabama in Boardman. I think that might be Washington or Washington state or something like that. Uh, we've got loyal listeners in Brussels, Belgium and in Washington state, uh, Ashburn, wherever that is, they seem to listen a lot. I don't know where Ashburn is. I think it might be Virginia or somewhere like that. Uh, Portland, it just says Portland. It doesn't tell where that's Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon. But we have listeners in Portland. Uh, and sometimes these are off. Because um, I notice, like, I always re-listen to the podcast to make sure I don't say my name or stuff like that. And I think that's what the Decatur is, is me re-listening to it. Um, Burdett. Uh King Kensington, United Kingdom. Hello, Kensington. You listened to us about three times. Thanks. Thanks for enjoying the podcast and listening in. Salon, India, Santa Rosa, California. Ithaca, New York. Thank y'all. Uh, Hyderabad, India. Uh, San Francisco. We always love San Francisco. Uh, did anybody see the um, video of Pelosi's husband getting hit with a hammer? They released that this week. The police like knocked on the door these idiots opened the door and then the guy fucking went and slammed a hammer in Pelosi's husband's head which was insane to watch I mean I was like I don't know I wouldn't want it released if I was Pelosi's husband but that's just me alright so Dublin Ireland ah love you Dublin Go have a beer and a, a, excuse me, a pint in a bar in Dublin. Uh, Mance, Germany. We got Akragana, Worms, Germany. Uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Portsmouth, Shelton, wherever Shelton is. DeWitt, Iowa City, West Des Moines. Wayne, I think, is that, there's a Fort Wayne, Indiana. I don't know if there's a Wayne, Indiana, but. Just says Wayne. I wish they'd give more. I need to get a new RSS feed. That way I can have more specific data because it'll just say United States of America, Wayne. And I'm like, where the, what state, motherfucker? All right, Beachwood, Perkimentoville, uh, Chandler, Los Angeles. We've got Los Angeles. I'm in Hollywood now. So I have reached Hollywood. And uh, I'm sure this podcast is going to be huge. Uh, Mountain View, uh, Commerce City, which I think that's um, California too. Uh, Reno, Greeley, Aberdeen, Aberdeen, Mississippi. How you doing? Just right over the line there uh, in the hellhole that is Mississippi. Uh, Port Angeles. You know, I don't look down on many places. But the only way I can feel superior to anyone else in Alabama is I go, well, I don't live in Mississippi. I love Mississippi. I, I apologize. Um, there's actually a really good barbecue place in Laurel, Mississippi called um, 
either hog heaven or barbecue heaven or something like that. Oh, it's fucking delicious. Okay. So we got Port Angeles, Medicine Hat, Canada. Uh, Taliki, Tbilisi, Georgia. We got Bashing, People's Republic of China. Shout out to Z. I think you're doing a good job, uh, despite what the media says. Uh, I want to be... Um, Let's get this podcast rolling, Z. I will promote uh, the uh, propaganda that you want me to promote. Uh, Lusaka, Lusaka, Zambia, Jakarta, Indonesia. Well, I am glad that I broke into the Indonesian market. We got Auckland, New Zealand. Um, we got Bergen, Norway. That's fucking crazy, Bergen, Norway. Uh, Washington and uh, Jacksonville. How are you doing, Jacksonville? Well, shit. So we've reached a lot of places. A lot of these are just one-click downloads. They probably were like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> clicked off of it. But it's still, it's it's progress. You know, when you start a podcast, you really have to kind of work your way up from the bottom. So I'm kind of viewing it uh, that way. Is that I'm kind of just working my way um working my way up from the top oh and uh, i don't know what the name of this restaurant is but i just want to feature on here there is a i think it's called hunk seafood it's in thailand and you know i've been obsessed with thailand lately and this makes me even more obsessed you can go to a restaurant in thailand let me pull up a video maybe you can hear these guys dancing and you can go and see like hot muscly Thai guys uh, dance and thrust while you eat uh, shrimp <laughs> what's better than that you eat some Thai food and you and you watch these beautiful Thai guys uh, hump each other in public oh it's wonderful One's got a goatee, he's all muscly, got a six-pack, and he's just like thrusting wildly. Y'all gotta look this up. The And then he slaps the other dude, and they're dressed like in bikinis. The Bangkok, Thailand, crazy restaurant dancing. That's the best. Why would you not want to go there? Why would you not want to see hot Thai guys thrusting each other while you eat, while you're uh, imbibing drinks and um, and eating? Uh, but I just thought that was interesting. I thought I'd share with it because I, I love just scrolling the internet. That, that's like kind of like my um, kind of my um, basically just what I do all day now is um, I need to do this podcast while I'm awake. <laughs> I don't know why I do it early. The only reason I do it in the morning on Sundays is because uh, it's the only time the house is free and I can yell and shout and be as stupid as I want to be. Do you hear, do you hear peanut in the background scratching at the door? Let me let her in for a second. All right, I let out, or excuse me, a peanut out. <laughs> I'll have to cut that out of the podcast, I guess. Um, well, anyway, I let her out. She's bitching to my. Anytime I get in here and I start talking, she gets all excited, like I'm playing with her, and I'm like, I'm not playing with you. I'm trying to fucking record a podcast. You, you 
fucking dumbass dog. What can you understand, you dog? I mean, in every other way, she's like a human, but she can't understand that I'm fucking working. This is a job. Stupid bitch. All right, so. Um, just to get back to what I was speaking about earlier, uh, this week I was on Grinder, and I have uh, several Grinder stories that I want to share with you. Um, and I was on Grinder, and I, I just I will lead up to me meeting the love of my life. I think I think I think this is the one, you know, I think this is the one. But I do have a couple of um, things I want to get to. So I was talking to this uh, one guy on Grinder. And he was like, oh, man, I really like to, you know, really like a masculine guy, and I like to jerk off. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's meet up, right? <laughs> I was like, you're sitting there messaging me on Grindr, like, yeah, I like to, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll come jerk off with you, fuck. And then he like, so, uh, I'm like, hey, you know, I get off work. I'll come over when, you know, fool around together. You got a place you can host? No, I don't have a place I can host. Like, okay, well, you, you, you know, you got a place we can go? And he's just like, well, I was thinking, you know, maybe we could sit outside this business and jerk off together. And I'm like, why, why that business? Why, why that specific business? Do we sit out there and jerk off together? And um, I don't want to name the name, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like, okay, that's weird. And then I'm like, hey, okay. I text him back. I'm like, I'm, I'm uh, you know, i got about 20 minutes till I'm off work. I'm going to, we'll, we'll find a place to go. Totally blank something. And, you know, text me back at like 11 o'clock. And, oh, sorry, man, I got fucking held up. I'm like, okay, got held up. And so he basically comes back and is like, yeah, I had to help a friend move some stuff. You know, just complete bullshit. And uh, the next day I'm like, hey, you know, I'm... I'm here every day, you know, come over, I can try again tonight. It's like, oh, no, man, I can't, I can't do that, man. But uh, I do want to hang out with you sometime, you know, blah, blah, you know, talking to me and he continues talking to me. There's so many flakes on Grinder. They're like, they want to talk to you, but they just can't, for whatever reason, actually show up. And um, so I'm like, how about this? How about. When I get off work, I fucking get us a private place to go. I'll fucking get us a hotel and we'll go in there and we'll do whatever we want. And he's like, I don't know, man. I got to go to church. <laughs> I, excuse me? I got to go to church, man. Go to church on Fridays. I'm like, who the fuck goes to church on Fridays? you are you using that as an excuse not to come fool around with somebody that you were the one that was texting and bothering 
And now all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I don't know. Church, man, is important on a Friday night. <laughs> Nothing I'd rather do than church. It's like, fuck you, man. Fucking asshole. Um, so I'm like, okay, okay, I give up. <laughs> I give up with that, the church excuse. I've never heard that one. So I was like, moving along. And, um, you know, he even texted me back later saying he wanted, and I was like, no, no, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've given you plenty of opportunities for the. You, you've been given plenty of opportunities to enjoy the thickness. And you have lost out, my friend. You have lost out. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I get, you know, I earlier on the podcast, I had spoke about uh, someone I had met on Grinder that uh, I really, really liked, right? And we had a hookup and everything was going good. Well, that person has come back into my life. Apparently, they are like fresh from Guatemala, right? So they came here from Guatemala and they, I didn't realize like how bad off they were. <laughs> so they didn't even have service on their phone. And that's the reason that I couldn't get a hold of him. And uh, so. He uses the Wi-Fi at his house to use this phone from Guatemala to contact me. And uh, uh, that's the reason I hadn't seen him on Grinder in like, you know, two or three weeks. And uh, well, anyway, he got back on there, hit me up, and I was like, hey, uh, let's hang out. <laughs> so, you know, we did a, a driveway hookup uh, one night. Well, we did driveway hookup twice this week just in the car and drive you know i can't bring him in the house because I, I don't want dad to like freak out like why are you bringing this uh you know he's not young he's you know, he's 30 but you know he's older and younger than me i'm like forever a child i'm like 40 living with my with my elderly parent and i'm like i can't bring my friends in the house <laughs> it's pathetic it's very pathetic i gotta get a house i'm gonna go house shopping this week all right. Well, anyway, yesterday we decided, since it was the weekend, that we would just go get a hotel and just fuck. And we fucked. And he couldn't. Trust me, one thing in life I will tell you, this is the best piece of advice I will ever give to any man. Um, You know, not unless you're like, you know, if you're both sin or somebody, if you're long dong silver, don't take this advice. But if you're just average, I'm going to tell you a little secret to life. Go out and find someone substantially smaller than yourself and fuck them. Because uh, my current boyfriend, as of this week, uh, is like a whole foot shorter than me. I guess he's like 5'3", something like that, 5'2". I mean, he's tiny. Tiny little thing. And uh, he can't handle it. I'm just telling you, I've never felt such a, a good feeling as uh, sticking my dick in someone and they go, oh no. Oh no, can I handle such a huge penis? Oh no. It's so big. It hurt me. It hurt me by hole. It's all the way up in my stomach. Ooh. That's basically what happens every time I fuck this guy. <laughs> And I've never experienced that in my life because usually 
I'm fucking dudes that are like my height or hot or taller and, and they're, they're used to like, you know, you know, there's one guy I knew who's like, you know, he wanted something, you know, he wanted nine inches. And I'm just sort of like, oh, I definitely don't have that. And I don't even know where you would go to get that unless you're buying it at a store. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just a wonderful day. We went and got Chinese food and uh, we fucked for hours. I've got a rash on my dick now from the chafing of fucking ass. Uh, not from any type of disease or anything. And, um, and we went out and got Chinese food. Ooh, I had a couple of beers, had a wonderful time, drove him around the park. It was pretty, it was a pretty little place. Uh, pretty little time, you know. Uh, and I, you know, I just want to declare again, I know I declared this on another episode, but I think Victoria's in love because he likes gardening. He likes me. He likes everything that's, uh, he just likes being around me. And I, I've never experienced this. You know, one thing that's really frustrating about being gay is that every guy you meet just wants to do a hookup and then go on to the next hookup. And this guy's like, you know, he looks at me like I'm Ryan Reynolds or something, you know, or Ryan Gosling, whatever, who, or Ryan Seacrest, whoever your Ryan is. <laughs> Mine's Ryan Goslin. That's the one I like. Um, okay. I think it's just because I've seen him in so many indie films. He just kind of like grew on me. Uh, so, yeah, I want to fuck Ryan Gosling. Just to put that out there. If if Ryan Gosling's li- listening, which I'm assuming he is, uh, I just want to put that out there. That if you're ever in, if you ever want to fuck a fat person, if you ever want to fuck a 300-pound uh, man, uh, who occasionally dabbles in, in, uh, drag and transgenderism and, and just being a debauchful human being. Um, give me a call. Give me a call. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. So there is own topics. We're just going to talk about I want this podcast to just be like a trashy kind of just talk about stuff that you wouldn't talk about in public podcast. That's what I like about it. That's why I did it anonymously so I could say things that I don't normally say. Right. So, um, and there's several categories of porn that I did not know existed. And I'm going to pull this up right now. Uh, and I was listening, um, there's a, um, What's it called? Uh, is it Stiff Socks? Uh, there's a, I don't know, it's either on YouTube or TikTok or something called Stiff Socks, and it's just a guy talking about sex and all that and um, different things they do, masturbation, stuff like that. And apparently there's a category of porn called milking porn that I did not know existed. Uh, and I'm just going to pull up a clip. I don't know why I'm... Oh, this is a good one. So on this one, let's try to play this. This is so much better than watching a porn video. I hate these stupid ads. Why can't we have free porn without... Free porn without ads. And so basically they put you on a table and they jerk you off and, and, you know, until you uh, come. 
And this one, this one's a little different than what I've seen. Usually it's on a like massage table and a guy is like, there's a hole in the table and he puts his dick through it and someone sucks his dick or they're like jerking you off on the table until you come. And that's why they call it a milking table. But this one, it's, that's, that's not what I'm looking for. Where's the milking table porn? There we go. And it's usually straight porn. Please, I want all of that fucking cum, please. Please, oh, don't cum me. Yeah, they just have a huge cock going through the hole in a table. And then this bitch is like just letting all the cum dribble all over her. If there's, I, I didn't look this up, but let, let's look. Milking porn, gay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it looks like we do have. Oh, god, okay. So, the one that it brought up was like a guy in a skirt and some guy with a weird gun that they put over his dick to milk it. That's insane. Here's, here's a gay one. A, a good old classic, so um, good old classic, normal, uh, gay milking porn, just big black dick, uh, Sean Xavier. And there's like, uh, looks like, well, like an Asian guy milking him under the table. And, uh, I never knew this existed and I, I I'm not really into it. I just, you know. Uh, I have a podcast and I need things to talk about, but damn, that's a huge fucking cock. Like this dude has both his hands on this dude's cock and it might cover, you know, half of his cock. That's insane. Okay. But there's another type of porn that I wanted to talk about that I did not know exists. Let me pull it up here. And, and this is going to be another, this is going to be a segment on the show. Because no matter what I can think of, there's always porn for it. And I'm always um, excited to see the new flora and fauna of porn. I, I, I think I could write a book on the different categories and classifications of porn. Because uh, it's something that needs to be studied. And oh yeah, this is the one that I think the other day... So there is dentist porn. Dentist porn, ladies and gentlemen. So um, basically this guy goes in to get his cavities done and he's a fucking absolute specimen of a human being. Just fucking beautiful, beautiful brown skin, tattoos, cute face and this dentist lady's like I gotta have it and she's like oh I wonder if you have a cavity in your dick let me get down here and check and see this is where the cavities start Ooh. and this guy's fucking perfect I don't know it, the title of the video is uh, hot dentist fucks, step fucks her stepbrother why is it always got to, yeah, have you noticed that all new porn involves like, it has to be a little incestuous? 
they have to involve it has to be some kind of uh, incest porn. But this dude, oh my god, this dude's perfect. This guy's a stud. I can see why she wants to fuck her patient. I just love tattoos. Tattoos are the best. All right. Enough of that. I, I'm going to um, stop watching porn during the podcast. <laughs> that, that, that's, uh, I guess, where where I'm at in life is I'm watching porn and podcasting. But anyway, if you're looking for a thrill, look up Milking Tables and dentist porn, uh, which, cause I, I'm always surprised at what's out there, you know, cause anything you can think of is literally out there. The other day I was watching and, uh, I don't know, I'm getting into all the, the, um, gender bending, you know, stuff, um, uh, all the playing with being amb- ambiguous and, you know, uh, so the other day I, I love watching, uh, a trans girl fuck a guy. I don't know why. I love seeing that. I love seeing a trans girl just pound, pound some ass. Uh, but anyway, I promise that I will move on. So the other day, I was in an undisclosed location. Um, or I'll tell you where I was at. I was at the um, Galleria in Birmingham. And I pull up and these buses pull up and it says Shin Young, Shin Young on the side of it. And I'm like, what is that? What the fuck is that? Shin Young. And uh, I look it up on my phone and I'm about to pull it up right here. I should have had all this. I need to be more professional and have all this shit pulled up by the time uh, I actually do the podcast, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to claim that it's uh, my artistic choice to be horribly organized for the podcast. Well, anyway, the, the Shin Young is a beautiful, beautiful Chinese dancing and music. It's just gorgeous. Like if you see the shows, it's like just vivid colors and, dancing and singing it's just really really beautiful and i seen that they were coming near me to town communism china had a glorious past i'll just play this what if you could bring it back just beautiful vivid colors just a spectacular show civilization deeply rooted in ancient values like compassion honesty and faith. Suspectful. Yet decades of destruction. Deceit. Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing. But apparently I just wanted to give you a little sample of what it's like. I play this beautiful orchestral music. They have beautiful Chinese people dancing on the stage uh, aerobatically and everything else and just huge sets, huge. I mean, it's a glorious production and I'm like, well, you know, after looking up, I'm like, I might want to go to this. And I'm sure you've heard what I'm about to talk about on what I just played. 
I think I might want to go to this. This is a beautiful production. I think this would be beautiful to go to. And um, uh, so, you know, I'm at the Galleria, and I'm like, I go, and I'm like, oh, their buses are here. I bet they're walking around shopping. And so I fucking ran around the Galleria, and they're they're absolutely gorgeous people, and they look like they're well-to-do. They're, like, dressed in... um, like very traditional clothes. Like, you know how people dressed in like 1950s New York, they'll have the long trench coats and, you know, business attire and look like they're just, you know, living it up. You know, that's kind of how they were dressed. You know, they, they looked like, you know, I was actually surprised by that. And the reason I was surprised by that is I've seen other traveling shows like, um, Celtic women in the circus and, you know, things like that. And you see their performers and they look kind of rough, you know, <laughs> like they're not getting paid and, and, um, and like, you know, they live a rough life, you know, cause like if you go to the circus, of course, I don't even think they have the circus anymore, but they're, they're people that work for them will be like, hadn't had a bath in a week, maybe not even had a meal that day, you know, and I was wondering if this would be the same type of thing, but no, these people look like they're getting paid well. Um, and you know, I went around, I, I didn't have the audacity to ask for a picture. Um, but they're beautiful people. And, uh, well, anyway, I find out later that cause I, I asked, um, someone that I knew, I'm like, have you ever heard of this Shen Young? It looks, it looks spectacular. It looks amazing. It looks like just a, the grandest show ever made about China. And they're like, yeah, that's a cult. <laughs> I'm like, huh? What do you mean it's a cult? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's a fucking like anti-Chinese cult. Now I'm like, what do you, what do you mean it's an anti-China cult? And they're like, well, they basically the whole show, the, the cult is called Shen Young and the whole show is uh, propaganda for their religious beliefs, which are supposedly homophobic. But, I mean, a lot of their performers looked gay to me. A lot of those guys hanging out at the Galleria looked, looked like they were into each other to me. Well, anyway, supposedly, so, but you, you never know nowadays because a lot of stuff that's in the media is like overhyped and kind of misleading. But apparently... One thing I can validate is that they're anti-communist, which you know on this show, we support Z and we support the Communist uh, Republic of China. Uh, so don't Z do not take this as anything. Uh, I have nothing but support for you. I have nothing but support for you. What you did to that Alibaba guy, I don't know nothing about it. I don't know what happened. He probably went on vacation for a while when he disappeared. I don't know. All I know is I need Chinese listeners. Well, anyway, apparently, Xinyan is a cult. And they put on a beautiful spectacle, but they're anti-communist. And you heard that at the first of that little video, talking about how evil communism is and all this shit. And um, I, I don't know. May, you know, maybe communist communism could work if you could do it right. I don't know. Uh, but I'm an American. And uh, we love capitalism.
capitalism here. Um, so if you ever see Shin Young, just know they're a cult. They, they, it looks like they at least pay their, that's one good thing I can say about them. They looks like they pay their dancers and performers well, cause they were shopping at very upscale stores wearing very nice clothes, which again, surprised me. I know that's kind of fucked up, but it did surprise me. <laughs> But I just thought that was a weird thing this week that I actually ran into the, the Shin Young performers shopping, just randomly shopping. Um, but I guess that, you know, if you're anti-communist, makes sense that you would be out shopping, right? I don't know. That's a bad joke. Okay, moving on. So lately I've been trying to sell things on, um, on uh, Facebook Marketplace. And... It hasn't went so well. <laughs> so I had a young man contact me. I have this old hookah, right? It's an old like metal hookah. It's pretty, but I never use it. It's just taking up space in the house. And I'm like, man, I need to get rid of this fucking thing, right? So I put it on Facebook Marketplace as just a pipe. I put it on there as a pipe. And I get contacted by like some fucking 19, 20 year old kid. Like, Hey, does that pipe come with accessories? I'm like, um, it just, just comes with the pipe. Just comes with the pipe, man. It's just a pipe. It's a pipe. Trying to sell a pipe. It's $20. Do you want it? We can meet up. I'll sell it to you. It's a pipe. He's like, you sure, man? Don't come with no, accessories and I'm just like um, no I, it does not come with uh, tobacco if that's what you're asking it does not come with tobacco and he's like ah oh, man what do you mean by tobacco and I'm like uh, apparently you're too dumb to pick up on that but that was a joke all it comes with is a pipe because it's a tobacco pipe. Because at this point, I'm like, is this a cop? Because <laughs> for overseas listeners and for people from in other more open states, uh, you can get arrested in Alabama for having a pipe if they think it's for using, if, if, if they think you're using it for marijuana or if it's for use of marijuana, you can actually get arrested. I think they try to charge you with paraphernalia or something like that. But I've heard of people. I heard of a guy in my hometown getting arrested for having a high times. Now he did have other drugs with, on him, but when they did the charges, they took the high time magazines, took it as evidence and then charged him with an extra paraphernalia charge for having the high times Magazine. I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, that's not constitutional. You're goddamn right it's not. But when you're in small town Alabama, um, apparently laws don't matter. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's just whatever we want to do, we're going to fucking do, and you're going to fucking deal with it. Well, anyway, this fucking cocksucker is like, oh, man, are you sure? I would really like, you know, something extra to go with that pipe. And I'm like, dude. 
it's just, I'm just selling the pipe. Are you high right now? I'm just selling the fucking pipe. If you don't want the pipe, don't get the fucking pipe. Okay? I'm not selling anything other than this pipe. This is a tobacco, and I just kept re-emphasizing, a tobacco pipe. Well, he finally eventually left me alone. So I decide I got a problem on my hands. People are thinking I'm selling drugs on Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, this is an issue unto itself. So I get on there and I specifically label that pipe a tobacco pipe. Guess what Facebook does? They're like, hey man, you, you can't sell tobacco products on Marketplace. So they took the pipe off. And I'm like, no, no, no. I labeled it a tobacco pipe because people thought I was selling drugs. I thought I was doing the right thing. And now you're taking it off of there, you fucktards. I mean, I, I just can't. I just can't win. I just can't win. No matter what I do, I just can't win. It's like. But anyway, I hadn't sold any more stuff on Facebook Marketplace. The reason I was selling um, shit on Facebook is because I was trying to make money to go to New Orleans. But it looks like, and I, I hate to regret this because I was wanting to hang out with people and, and really have a good time in New Orleans. I think I'm going to have to cancel my New Orleans trip because I spent a lot of money yesterday. Um, I basically have a boyfriend now. And so, uh, and he's going to be working. Uh, he got a job. Uh, he actually got a job or he's trying to get, he's in the works of getting a job. Um, and so he won't be able to go with me. So I'm just going to stay here. That way I can, uh, touch him inappropriately or appropriately, however you want to look at it. Um, so I'm sorry. I will not be dressed as Ignatius J. Riley running around the French quarter, because uh, I think I'm going to cancel. Because I would rather be here uh, pounding ass than uh, in New Orleans. Well, I don't know. New Orleans is about as good as sex. If you've never been there, that city is about as good as sex. Even if you don't get laid, it's just such a fun, magical place that you can't help but have a good time while you're there. So, um, you need to just, you need to just deal with it. You need to deal with it. Um, and go, all right. It's always this time in the podcast. I start getting the vapors. I start getting the vapors. It starts getting hot. Ooh, gotta, gotta weigh myself down here. I got the vapors. It's like a cold day out. I, I turned down the heat before I started, and I don't know why. I guess just it. If you hadn't ever had a podcast, like you get, you sit here and you talk and you talk and you talk, and you just it kind of starts getting to you after a little while. I mean, I, I have the utmost affection for stand-up comedians that actually do this for like an hour, that get up and talk for a whole hour and have to be on it and perform and um. Oh, speaking of which, Louis C.K. is on tour. And I wanted, he was going to have a live streaming um, stand-up last night. And uh, I was wanting to watch it, 
but I was hung up with uh, my boyfriend, so he um, basically he was in Madison Square Garden. He had a huge event. Um, let me look him up to make sure he didn't pull like a, a GG Allen or something. Let me see here, Louis CK. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Is there any Louis C.K. news? Ooh. What's this article? Fox finds a reason to be mad at Louis C.K. Oh, that's why. Louis C.K. calls for open borders to end inequality. Well, I agree with that because my new boyfriend, I found out even if I marry my new boyfriend, even if I marry my boyfriend, it would take him years and years and years to become a citizen. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Fuckers. All right. So, yeah, well, anyway, looks like he pissed off Fox News. That's about all the news on the Louis C.K. front. Uh, he said on the Rogan podcast the other day that he was going to take a year off uh, I think that's a horrible idea and that, you know, when you're an artist, when you're an artist like me and like him, because I'm comparable, when you think great artists like Chappelle, Louis C.K., um, I don't know, any random comedian, uh, David Tell, uh, and Victoria Vandenberg, because uh, we're, we're basically like the four horsemen of uh, the apocalypse. Um, you know, you just got to keep working. You can't just take a year off when you have mastered your craft and you're at the peak of your craft and then just take a year off. You can't, you can't do that. You need to focus on your art because that's what you that's your legacy. That's what you're going to be remembered for. And, uh, I will never take a year off. I'm going to do this podcast every fucking week until I die. Until Victoria dies. So you will know if I stop, if you come on a, you know, maybe I'll do it late one day, but if I don't have a podcast every week, you'll know that Victoria's died. But I don't plan on dying because uh, I've been walking three miles a day. I've been eating salads. I've been uh, eating my Wheaties. Um, I've been running up the steps like Rocky. Uh, I plan on living forever and, and I probably will live a long time because most people in my family have lived a long time, even with horrible medical conditions. <laughs> They've lived like everyone in my family's lived like to like 90, either beyond 90 or 90. And that's like 90, like morbid obesity going into 90. Okay. Like one of my aunts was like morbidly obese and she was like 90. So I don't know. We just got, you know, we're all retarded, but we've got those genes where we just, we're like, it's like cockroach genes. We just live forever. <laughs> I would rather just have been like some very articulate, smart scientist somewhere and just lived to like 60 maybe. <laughs> But no, I got the cockroach genes where I'm like, I'm like this dumb, big, fat potato person that literally makes their living off of just manhandling stuff. And 
And uh, but but I'll live to ninety. All right. Lord, Lord, Lord. So I'm um. <clears throat> so there's a lot going on this week. Uh, goddamn, the fucking police beat up this poor guy. Uh, solidarity, first off, with delivery workers of all sorts. He was a FedEx worker in Memphis. His name was uh, Tyre Nichols. Um, I just, I mean, I don't even know what to say because it was in Memphis. And one thing I always hear about the police is that they don't ever do nothing in Memphis. And that's the reason the crime's so bad. And then they had this, like, I don't know what they call it, a scorpion unit or something. And they go and they beat the shit out of this goddamn poor son of a bitch, Tyre Nichols. And I mean, just good looking guy, FedEx worker. Um, and they go in and they just, uh, they pull him over for, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what the reason was. They pull him over. They're super aggressive. And he, you know, he has a choice, fight or flight. Fight or flight, basically. I always tell people, when the police pull you over, do not, just give in. Give in. Don't fucking argue with them. Don't be ultra nice to them. Suck their cocks. Tell them blue lives matter. The the point, use the 48 laws of power like we talked about last week. You don't have to let your enemy know that they're your enemy. It's the most genius thing ever. You do not have to let them know that you're mad at them. Be subservient. Be submissive. Supplicate yourself in front of them. Because you'll get your revenge later. It's not now you get your revenge. You don't get your revenge when you get pulled over. Right? You be ultra nice. Do what you need to do. Give them all your info. Let them know what they want to know, give in to them. Don't fight them because that's what ultimately, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but it's just a, it's just a fact. Look, this beating was not justified. I want to say that first. These cops are going to be put on trial for murder. And they, in my opinion, they should, be in jail for the rest of their lives or get the death penalty. Rightfully so. Because you can't just kill someone. But I'm also going to say, with that, is that when you get pulled over for the pol- by the police, do not resist. Give in. Give in. Whatever they tell you to do, you do. You do not resist. And I don't know what was going on with this young man that made him do that. I guess he thought that he was just justifying that he wasn't doing anything because it appears like he was a model citizen so far. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I try to keep um, my ear to the ground with what you know the right wingers are saying. It appears like they got they don't got nothing. You know, it appears that this guy was an upstanding citizen, FedEx worker, bless his heart, and. He was pulled over and he just freaked out. He had this freak out. And well, first they they came in super aggressive. 
the police came in super aggressive. So that's, I, I can't say what, what reaction I would have in that situation. Uh, cause I might want to run in that situation when they're being super aggressive like that. Cause he might not even have realized they were actual cops at that time because it is Memphis. Yeah, it is Memphis. He could have just thought that it was just some random mugging or jacking. So I don't know. Uh, cause they did come in. Like when you watch the videos, the police came in like a bunch of fucking thugs that they are. I mean, they were, they were thugs. And, uh, you know, he just chose to resist and get the fuck out of there. And then they got him on another street. And, uh, they, you know, and you even hear like the one cop that when they initially pulled him over was like, man, I hope they fucking beat him. Hope they fucking beat him. And, um, it just, they ended up, you know, he had what three days in the hospital and then he died. And I mean, you look at the picture they took of his face. It's like, holy fuck. How is this guy alive? His face was so swole. He was a very good looking man. And his face was just like unrecognizable. It was horrible. And uh, basically there, this is something that's so bad that uh, when, you know, I usually ignore the left when they're like abolish the police and all It's like, no, this, this is something that's so heinous and bad that you might actually have to completely just get rid of the Memphis Police Department and build it back all new. I mean, that's how bad this is. That you are literally going to have to just say, you know what? None of y'all got a job anymore. This whole department is going to be built from the ground up and bring in, if you can even find them, all new people. I mean, you know, if you have people that worked for the department that have like clean records, yeah, bring them, bring them back in. But anybody who has anything on their record should probably just be gotten rid of. And this is the thing. There's like all these requirements to be a police officer. There was a time in my life where I actually applied to be a police officer in Columbus, Georgia. But they have all these stupid requirements that uh, you have to like pass this like really rigorous physical test to be a police officer. But then after you actually become the police officer, you can get as fat as you want. So, you know, it's like, oh, I see fat fucking cops all the time. But you're telling me that I can't be a fat cop. So you're going to hire some fucking meathead that doesn't have anything going on in his brain. And he's going to go out and do stuff like this. What I'm saying is, is we need to completely reform policing. All right. We need to bring people in with college degrees. We need to bring people in with clean criminal backgrounds and, and background. Like the job I do. There is a federal clearinghouse that every single drug test I take goes to. There is, I do a federal, I do actually two federal background checks. One for the federal government and then one is again for the federal for the, um, sort of like a TSA background check. They thoroughly check my background. They call my, you know, they do all this stuff. And it drives me crazy that the standard for me driving a truck is more than it is for being a cop because I know I actually know a police officer 
who has multiple uh, like domestic abuse uh, charges on his record, but they don't fire him. They let him do his job, even though I've known that he threw a lady downstairs and all this shit. And I'm like, how is this guy um, a police officer? But they allow it. So in my opinion, there needs to be some kind of federal law. Of course, you know, this will never fucking happen because our government's just falling apart. Um, in a perfect world, there'd be a federal law where they have to go through the same rigorous background, local, state, and federal background checks that I do as someone who just sits his butt in a fucking truck. But um, yeah, it's insane. And uh, it's a horrible thing uh, that happened in Memphis. And I want to send my love uh, my solidarity with everybody there. And, uh, so far from what I heard, no violence broke out. I was really worried about the way the city of Memphis handled this. Um, they just all of a sudden on a Friday, you know, we've had so much violence in the past that I was like, this, there's no way this can, it's like, we're going to release a video of, a a guy getting beaten to death on a Friday afternoon, right before everyone gets off work for the weekend. And I'm like, there's no way this is going to end by good. You know, like this is going to end real bad. There's going to be like shit on fire. (laughs) But so far from what I've heard, it's uh, been a peaceful protest and nothing, uh, nothing as bad has happened yet. So um, I hope that that, continues and I hope that they actually do um, abolish that police department and build it from the ground up and just really reform things. Memphis is a city. It's a cool, cool, unique city in America. And, but it's got a lot of problems that just continue. I think it's just bad leadership. I mean, from, from top to bottom, it's just bad leadership bad situations you have i'll explain a lot of things i'll just go into detail on what i think the problem is so there's this thing called uh white flight but i I don't like to look at it as a race issue i think it's more of like a wealth issue um and i know people get on to me about that but it's a little bit of both but i think it's mostly about money so you have cities like Memphis that they have the Memphis city limits. And then, you know, people get tired because of, you know, of, um, well, first off there's white flight. That is a thing. White people don't like living around black people. So they move to outside the city so they can be away from uh, black people. But then you also have like high property taxes, high sales taxes, uh, high cost of living. Then you have the crime in the city and you have a lot of people that move to like the outsides of um, Memphis. So you have people living in Germantown and Bartlett and uh, what, Collierville and South Haven and all these places. And no one, no one with money lives in the city. And that's, a, that's a huge problem for the city. Cause then you just have an accumulation of just poverty. And that's not good for you. When you have that accumulation of poverty, uh, it's just like this 
cycle of just being defeated all the time. And because um, if you don't have the money there for people to make connections and to be able to do things, you just nothing's going to improve. And, you know, you don't have a revenue base for the city and everything like that. And there's so many good things about me. You know, Bill Street, they have one of the best zoos in the country. Uh, the River, uh, downtown. Uh, there's so many great things, great food. You know, if you if you like like cheap food, Memphis is like one of the best places in the country for like cheap food. If you're like a cheap eats, if you, uh, there's just so many great places you can go get like your plate piled down for next to nothing. Um, and I just, I love the culture there and, but there's so much about it. You know, there's been a lot of shootings of rappers and, uh, there's just a, just a, there's a very rough side to the culture there. And, um, I, I don't know how you'd improve that, but maybe one day something will happen and people, um, maybe it'll change. I don't know. You know, cities change, places change. It's just like my town that I live in has changed a dramatic amount, uh, over the years, just from immigration and everything like that. Um, all right. But anyway, I wish everybody the best in Memphis and I hope that I hope something changes. You know, uh, I was actually going to move to Memphis. I'm still on, uh, I still, I requested to be, uh, to switch to the plant in Memphis. And I'm on the list for Macon, Birmingham, Memphis, and uh, I think Montgomery. But, uh, I don't know, I, all, hearing all these stories about the robberies, the car thievery, the, the constant shootings, and now the, and now you're getting it from the police. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable. And I've been on their reassignment list forever and they haven't even sent me a little thing saying they received it yet. So I don't even know. I'm like, this place, like their plant just doesn't seem like it's ran that well. So anyway, Moving on from that, Alec Baldwin has been charged with um, was it manslaughter? Let me let me uh, pull this up on my phone. Which I think this is like a bullshit charge. Look, ah, okay. Um, and basically everybody's slamming this DA because. You know, he was on a set. He didn't know that there was real bullets in the gun. And the fucking DA is charging him. It's one of those things where, like, you just have these overzealous um, prosecutors. And uh, he's being charged with involuntary manslaughter. And I, I just, I don't know. Look, Alec Baldwin has his problems, right? He's a fucking asshole. But... I mean, especially when you go back and listen to that uh, video of him talking to his daughter. Well, let me see if I can pull it up. On phone call. It's so fucked up. Let's see here if we can find that. Okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. Alec Baldwin left his daughter. Uh, this voicemail Not you. was 12 years old. Okay, here she's going to go.
last time on this phone. You have made me feel like shit, and you've made me feel like a fool, and you're doing to me constantly. I am going to get on a plane, and I'm going to go out there for the day, and I'm going to straighten your ass out. Do you? Do you understand me? I'm going to really make sure you get it. So you better be ready to meet with me. So I'm going to let you know just how I feel about what a rare little pig you really are. That wasn't even as bad as I remember it. That is really crazy. I hate but I wouldn't call my daughter a rotten little pig. <laughs> but he is an asshole. He's an asshole. But that's the problem is he's only guilty of just being a fucking asshole. Uh, I don't think he's guilty of murder because he didn't know. You know, he's on a movie set. He didn't know. And that that's kind of fucked up. There's a lot of prosecutors nowadays that just want to get their name out there and um, that, you know, they're just like overzealous uh, prosecutors that'll just do anything to, to, um, to get their name out there. And that's fucked up that he's being charged. And even though he is a fucking cocksucking asshole. So, um, but, um, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, uh, I guess they need to stop using real, real weapons on sets or something because, that's fucked up that he's being charged, and it just shows you how how a prosecutor really has a lot of discretion to like fuck with the system all they want. They can stretch the law, and because no reasonable person would charge him because he didn't know that there were real bullets in that gun. There shouldn't have been real bullets in that fucking gun. It's stupid. All right, there is another thing I want to talk about before we uh, leave for the day. And let me pull it up here because to me, I'm like, chat, uh, GBT founder. Now I'm going to take a different angle on this. Uh, okay. Is it Sam Altman? I'm going to take a different angle on this than everybody's. Everybody's like freaking out about this. Just give me a um, second because... Uh, I'm, I'm not savvy with technology, but so, uh, I, I just want to, this, I heard this guy. Okay. So there's this chat GBT thing and basically it's able, you're able to ask it questions and it'll form all of these, um, like it'll form essays and everything. People are using it to cheat on, supposedly people are using it to cheat on law tests and shit. So this is fucking insane that AI is able to just take over for everything. So uh, let me, um, but the, I heard this guy in an interview the other day, This Sam, I think it was Sam Altman. I might be wrong. Um, and his voice is so annoying. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. That's what Victoria Vandenberg wants to talk about. She wants to talk about how fucking annoying this goddamn guy's voice is, Sam Altman. Um, because it's, it's a fake voice. Like he's trying, I don't know, you know how some people alter their voice to like, they want to like play up the nerdy genius guy. Let's see if this is with Sam Altman. Sam is the CEO and co-founder of OpenAI and the former president of Y Combinator. Sam and I first met when scale was actually going through the Y Combinator Nobody program wants to hear back from in you, 2016. Sam is one of the Asian people guy. in technology who works on the most interesting set of problems. We want to hear this stupid and hard tech. Bitch's voice. AI, nuclear energy, and synthetic biology. Always excited to chat with Sam on the future of AI.
Sam, thanks for coming. Thanks, Alex. One thing I wanted to start on is I, you know, we mentioned this list of uh, diverse and wide-ranging topics that you work on, from AI to nuclear energy to synthetic biology. What is he works on everything. I mean, I do like trying to be useful, and I wish I could give like some like really sort of selfless answer. But honestly, I sort of like to have an interesting life, and I think these are the most interesting problems in the world. I think AI is. Um, like the AI even gets close to where we think if it really is this sort of technological revolution on the scale of uh, fucking the agricultural revolution, the industrial revolution, the computer revolution. Um, those don't come across every life. He can do so everything. The ability to work Nuclear on that. physics uh, to fucking AI. It's amazing to work on. Open AI He's such a fraud. Like you ever see somebody you just go, this person is a fucking fraud. Few years. And it's, it's been truly incredible to watch from the outside. What do you think sets OpenAI apart from gorgeous. other AI research organizations? Just an observation. I think we have a maybe a unique or at least a rare combination of we are we are good at research, engineering, and the sort of safety policy planning thing that think tanks usually do, and we have all of those in one small organization that, on a per headcount basis, is extremely well resourced and extremely focused. So we're willing to concentrate a lot of resources into a small number of vets. Um, and bring these sort of three different pieces together to do that. Um, you know, oh, I want to slap this corporate bitch-ass corporate top fucking fraud. But because, we're, because we have such a plan, and because we're trying to think about how the pieces fit together, and we're willing to make high conviction bets behind them, uh, that has let us make, I think certainly relative to our size and capital, um, outsized progress. Super interesting. You know, one question I have is how how intentional was this you know, magical mix of, of uh, multidisciplinary uh, interests on your team as well as the, the, the strategy or the that sort of emergent time. from assembling your Torture ourselves with his fucking voice. With. I mean, I say both. Like, we intentionally thought that to do this well, you would need to put everything together. And then when we looked at the landscape out in the world before OpenAI, most of the groups were really strong in one of the area, maybe one and a half, but no one in all three. And so we very consciously, like, we call those the three. Okay, I can't take any more of that. So basically... He, he's got his hair all messy. Uh, he's like doing this like low, very fake nerdy voice. And he's talking about this chat GPT thing. And he kind of reminds me of the Sam Bankman Freed guy. Cause Sam Bankman Freed did that, you know, it was like, he'd show up in tennis shoes and all this stuff. Cause he's like, always oh, the boy genius, you know, he's playing up this character. And, uh, hopefully this thing is as good as they're saying it is. Um, they're saying it's gonna like, I don't know, take people's jobs, which is kind of freaky. But um, hopefully, it'll it'll be a, a good thing. That um, hopefully it'll be a good thing and uh, good shit will happen. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that's my take on it. That the 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 guy that runs it is an annoying like uh, person putting on a character because I notice like anytime it's like a tech company. They want like, you know, some kind of like nerdy, like person that only thinks about like tech stuff. And, you know, and as you heard on the thing, he's like making it, at, you know, just, it's just like Elon Musk. Everybody's realized Elon Musk is a fucking idiot this year. And eventually they'll realize this guy's a fucking idiot and a fraud. Um, but just because you're an idiot and a fraud doesn't mean you can't have good products. Um, from what I hear, Tesla is a good product. I don't know. And just like this chat, G GPT does seem to be pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a changing world. It's just a changing world. And, um, 
we're just gonna have to get used to it and hopefully um we won't have to use our brains anymore we can just use chat gbt well anyway um our sponsor this week is athletic greens do you listen to the joe rogan podcast well do you you know you don't want to lower yourself to eating a fucking salad you don't want to lower yourself to eating fruits and vegetables why would you do that when you can just take a supplement athletic greens you can just take this green powder pour it in your fucking starbucks in the morning and you're gonna be great it's gonna be like drinking a salad coffee it's it's amazing why would you fucking why would you eat healthy why would you eat healthy why would you go out and eat a salad why would you eat fruits and vegetables why would you do that uh five mile walk when you can just take athletic greens you're gonna have better focus you're gonna have better muscle mass you're gonna have more energy uh, just like you would if you just exercised and ate a fucking salad every once in a while. But you can't do that because you're an alpha. You're not a little bitch beta boy cuck like this fucking guy that runs Sam Altman that runs the fucking chat GBT. You take fucking athletic greens because why would you fucking eat healthy? So that's our sponsor for the week. Uh, shout out to Joe Rogan, uh, who uh, officially sponsors our podcast as well. Uh, I'm going to actually be on Rogan uh, next um, uh, next week. So be checking that out. Um, just going to drop in, uh, do at least four hours with Rogan um, about you know technology and uh, futurism. Um, well, anyway, I want everybody to uh, hit me up on Facebook, Biscuits Buttered. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, BiscuitButtPod. Uh, and, you know, even email me at uh, BiscuitsButtered at Proton.me. And uh, we're on Podvine. We're on it. But, you know, I don't know why. We're just, we're on it. It's Podvine. I mean, do people use it? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay. So, uh Wish you all luck. I hope you have a great week. Uh, I'm going to check in on my bay. Um, so uh, my positive message this week is um, life. Life um, is life. <laughs> and you go through life and you think things won't get better. And you think you're forever alone. And then somebody shows up from Guatemala and they think you're Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling or one of the Ryans. And you're just like amazed that someone actually really, really is into you. And uh, then you go and you uh, go to New Orleans and get married by a voodoo priestess. And uh, you live happily ever after together. Uh, and you have a flower garden. You get married and you have a flower garden. And that's what me and my new bae is going to do. We're going to have a nice flower garden because he's obsessed with flowers. And that's when I knew he was the one because he told me he grew a bunch of uh, orchids and lilies and things. And um, that really interests me as well. So we're going to have a beautiful garden together. Have a good week.